Matt, are you ready for a night of fun? I'm always down for fun, Anna. You know that. <laughs> well, we hit 2 million listens this year and to celebrate, we're going on tour. That we are. So on Thursday, the 7th of September, we're going to be in Melbourne. Wednesday, the 13th of September, we're going to be in Brisbane. And Thursday, the 21st of September, we're going to be in Sydney. We're going to have special guests, prizes and so much fun. So make sure you get your tickets in our show notes. Bye. See you there. Where's Your Head At Hotline, our weekly show where we catch up with each other and connect with you all on our hotline voicemail. We want to hear from you guys, so please send your stories, questions, advice or tea to wheresyourheadatpod at gmail.com to be featured on one of our episodes. I'm Anna. And I'm Matt. Let's jump in. Hello and welcome back to Melbourne. We're back, Anna. We haven't been in this studio in what feels like, geez, forever, doesn't it? I know. It's nice to be back. It's very cozy. It is. We're back in the... Well, we had nice weather in Melbourne over the weekend. We took the uh, Brisbane weather with us down. We did. But it's gone a little bit sour now, hasn't it? Yeah, Brisbane was fun. That was a fun show. It was. I really loved, like, we met a bunch of amazing people there. It was we... It was a little bit different from the Melbourne show because we made it a lot more intimate, I felt, and we were talking more with the audience. And well, Absolutely. To, to be fair. We- I mean, we were just talking in general because at the Melbourne show, I had completely lost my voice. Like if you listen to the recording, I was not in a good headspace um, heading into that show. Like I was getting my makeup done and I was literally crying, being like, oh God, I'm going to have a coughing fit on stage, which is like... If I have a coughing fit publicly, like in a public setting, like on a train or in a restaurant, like that is my worst nightmare. Like that is a phobia. Like I just like run out of the restaurant. So so what would you have done if you uh, started coughing on stage in front of 200 people? <laughs> I think I would have just like walked off stage. Like I think that was my plan of attack. But like I had everything ready to go. I had my Vicks. I had my humidifier i had it all so a bordello worth of stuff just sitting on the table next to us yeah i was like sipping on a tea the whole time so it was like a very different show the brisbane one was because i think number one i was well number two we could actually like tell proper stories without me coughing so that was nice (laughs) we haven't i got sick in between the shows those couple of days so i fought it off i got what you got or maybe a little bit milder and i was on antibiotics and i tried to fight it off before the brisbane show but I made it through. I got there. I think your immune system is definitely better than mine. Yeah. You actually asked the audience, like, does anyone think Anna's always sick? And everyone's like, yes, green flag. And I was like, oh, I actually am. How good were the red and green flags? I reckon that was the funnest bit of the show. So fun. We still have one more to go. We have Sydney. Yes, we do. So if you're listening to this in Sydney or New South Wales or even Melbourne or even Perth, get to that show because we want to meet you and see you there. <laughs> It's going to be a fun show. It's going to be our last one. We're going to party after it. It's going to be a lot of fun. We are. We're going to do some more red flags, green flags and have just fun. (laughs) Just fun. (laughs) Just have a blast, guys. Just have a great time. Oh, my God. Anyway, I have some big news that dropped today. Finally, my business has launched called Goldie B. You've known about this for a very long time. Very exciting news. How much can you tell now? Because I know you've announced with a tag and you've given a couple of, what do you call them? Uh, Teasers. Teasers. You've alluded to skin 
gold what can you tell glowing. us glowing glowing yeah so i mean we've wanted to talk i mean i we we've wanted to talk about it on the podcast many times but i didn't want to be one of those people who was like exciting things coming but then like i couldn't tell anyone because it's been about 18 months in the making as you know michael is my co-founder so we started the business together so we started this business very early in our relationship Jeez, were you even like it would have been like a couple of months in six months in yeah well i was like i really want to start this brand yeah and he was like i'll get involved in it like let's do it and i think yeah from there we just like went full steam ahead but it's so funny when you start a business because i was like this will take me two months like genuinely i'll be i'll manufacture the product in two months and it will be out i thought it was going to be out like a year ago yeah and it has been back back. yeah it's been the longest process but i'm so proud of it you've been actually helping me he's been the guinea pig one of many guinea pigs and you are obsessed with the product I you're do. constantly asking me for another bottle i am so can i grab that actually please today <laughs> i have one in my car actually so just remind me i um i do i use it pretty much like every night i know you, you were every shocked. night yeah every night wow yeah i reckon it just i don't know i can't say anything i can't i can't cause i know i've told I, you not to put your foot in it yeah so i can't really say much but i use it every night because i think it gives me what i'm trying to achieve let's just say that it makes you look good Yes, yeah, feel it gives confident. me yeah, it gives me that edge <laughs> that I need to face the day every day. I'm trying to not Matt's give like, too much away. I can see Matt like thinking about what he's gonna say like yeah. very carefully. Anyway, we launch this Sunday, so check out our Instagram and our TikTok. It's at goldie.b. That's double E double E. Yeah, I can't wait for Sunday. I'm actually nervous. Like I have like a nervous, excited energy about it. That's good though. You've put so much hard work and effort into this, both you and Michael. So yeah. you're now now what's the word? You're giving it to the the public and you you wanna, you know, you want it to do well and you want them to love it as much as you do, and I'm sure they will. Yeah, I know they will. We also now have matching tattoos. Yeah, what was the general feedback when you put that up the other night? So I think a lot of people thought I was pregnant, which I feel like isn't surprising because anytime I make any sort of announcement, like people think I'm pregnant. But why would they think you're pregnant from getting a tattoo that says honey? I honestly don't know, to be honest, because you can't actually get a tattoo whilst pregnant, Mm. which I've learned recently because people were having arguments in the comments being like, she would be a bad mum if she got a tattoo. I'm like, I'm being mum shamed and I'm not even a mum. The one that I... is this what's to come? Yeah, gee whiz. Like, people are savage. They are in those comment section. I'll tell you what I I saw a theory, and I think this one was the most, I think, plausible, was a dog called Honey. Yeah, I did see that. That would make the most sense. That does make sense. Yeah. But it was a business. Business. Called Goldie B. People were like, why didn't you get Goldie B tattooed? And we were like, well, we call call each other Honey and it's like how we came to the name. Because Michael would call me Honey B and then we, you know, it's all about glowing and hydration. So then it went. Would you get a B on you? Little B. So fun fact, we initially went to get a B mm-hmm. and then the day before we went to get the tattoo, Michael was like, I don't want my first tattoo to be a B. Was it his first tattoo? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so nice. he was like, can we please change it? And I was like, fuck, to how honey. do we? So we changed it to honey because it's like very reminiscent Did of you get it in the same. You got in the same spot, yeah? Same spot, yeah. Nice. Do you, do you want to get a honey? <laughs> Matt's been trying to convince me to get a W-Y-H-A. But then I was like, well, we said to everyone we were going to get 
Um, get five million listens. When we get five million listens, we get WYHA. But we're going to this event together and there's like a free like tattooist there. Like you can get a free tattoo basically. I'm thinking about just getting a dash hound. What do you mean? Like just a dash hound tattooed on me. Okay, so what type of dash hound? Like a, the outline of a dash hound? Yeah, like on the side. So not like a dog image of like a detailed No, face no, of just a like a sketch of like a dash sausage dog. That's cute. Where um, would you get it? Just on my foot. You love a foot tap. I do. I love a Matt's foot Matt's got living on his foot. And my mate's signed it, his name on my other foot. Signed it? Yeah, he wrote his name. I don't know if I've seen that one. Nick Mac. On the inside of my foot. Oh, no, He's not I a tattoo artist. This is the most painful thing I've ever fucking so done. So whereabouts on your foot? Your feet are getting pretty like crowded. Just, oh, I'd probably get it on this one somewhere like there. Like He's this pointing little dash. to his left. Just on the that side. Maybe get darling written underneath. Or darling. Why darling? Just a little darling. Let me see. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when we, um, we did the Brisbane show, obviously we like to hang around and meet our beautiful audiences, talk to them and chat to them. And we came across Ash and Luke who have invited me, someone else, you and Michael to their wedding <laughs> in December. It's so funny because Matt keeps begging me to be the MC at our wedding. And I think they felt bad for him. So they were like, okay, you can be our MC. Jesus. Do you reckon I take that? Well, I mean, you're so confident at being an MC. Do you think that you could pull it off? I don't know if I could do it just for like, I don't. I could do it for you because I'd know what to joke about. I don't know how to joke about these people. I know that they did a hotline and he was the army guy that she met during lockdown. Remember, she was telling us that and I yeah. ripped him on the hotline. That's all I've really got. They're in a long distance relationship. That's right. yeah. yeah. Our long distance relationships aren't easy either. We have to RSVP this week. So we really need to think about if we can be on the Gold Coast in December. So we really need to figure that out ASAP. I feel like I'll probably be on the Gold Coast around then anyway. So. I really want to go. I'm just checking my calendar, making sure everything is like in place. And then I think we we give them a bit of an RSVP, <laughs> get them on the hotline maybe. Well, we were meant to go to Janine and Craig's wedding, but you had a wedding on the same day. So is this the one we finally go to? And that was at our first live show. We just get invited to weddings at live shows. I kind of love it. If anyone's coming to our live show in Sydney and wants to invite us to their wedding, like we're taking invites in. <laughs> we will go. We will come. About the MC, I don't know. Will you do it with me? Well, I do it with you. I wasn't invited to do it. Yes, she did. No, she, she did. She said she wants us both to. No, she didn't. I can't be an MC at someone's wedding. She could probably talk to our manager for that. Shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> you get the both of us. Where's uh, your head at MC's your wedding? Been, that could be a new business venture for us. <laughs> well, yeah, you'd have, to, you'd have to ask them some questions first. So you get to know them. So you got some jokes. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to like... Being an MC is a big deal. Like you have to like sit down with people. Like you probably have to have like a full script ready to go. I mean, you hate a script. I'm not but... going to have a script ready to go, Anna. <laughs> Matt's gonna Matt's gonna try and do some off cuff jokes with people he's met once. <laughs> like get this twat off the stage. Me, on the other hand, I'd be like fully like, okay, next now to this joke now about when they joke. met. Yeah, jeez, is this just an insight to our live show rehearsal? <laughs> Okay, well, let's do some recommendations. I'm going to go first. Yes. Netflix have a show at the moment called Love at First Sight. It's a rom-com. It's really cute. There's a lot of stats in there, which I kind of love. Show or movie? A movie. Sorry, movie, movie. Love um, at First Sight. Why haven't I seen it? Love at First Sight. Have you, you have seen it? Is it new? It's new. Who's in it? 
I mean, two Netflix random people. <laughs> I don't know. They're like, no. I'm not going to say no names, but they're just like some, you know, actors. And I'm a movie buff, so, you know. He, likes, he likes a name drop. Yeah, name drop. Um, I'm actually only halfway through it, but I am loving it. And the only reason I had to pause it is because I went to like a 70s disco themed party and I was like, fuck, I have to go. How was that? Woodstock vibe? It was good. Yeah. I had like the full like... John Lennon glasses on. I had like the. I saw your story. You took that out of your wardrobe. Those outfit, that outfit. You made it from just. I made it from scratch. <laughs> I mean, technically, there was a peace sign that I bought from the two dollar shop, but that was the only thing I bought. I remember yeah. we had a, a New Year's themed, and it was seventies theme. And I sort of went through my wardrobe and got some stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just need some like flower power, like corduroy pants, like yeah. a baggy white shirt, and then I bought a peace sign. Back coat. You bought a peace sign. Yeah. As well. oh, so, yeah. 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 And then I wrote on a sign, make love, not war. <laughs> That's actually a lot of effort for you, oh, to no. be honest. No, I'm actually really... If I do a costume, I like to put effort in. You know what? People who were like like in their 20s or 30s during the 70s, like their hair would be in such bad quality because all the teasing and backcombing you have to do to get the big hair, like it's a big effort. Really? I would know nothing about how to do that. <laughs> Did the guys have big hair in the 70s or was it just the females? You're asking the wrong person. Anyway, I'm just going off on my own train of thought. Well, my recommendation is on the weekend, I, you know, I've given up on the Facebook marketplace for a bit because I've been away. Thank God. I haven't been replying to these people. I've actually had a couple of people, no reply, get off here, blah, 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 just hurling abuse (laughs) at me, the usual, the Wild West. No one's got more abuse on Facebook marketplace than you. Yeah. (laughs) Why, I guess? Why me? Why me? (laughs) And I went to a, I did a market store at revamp in thornbury uh it was a good market yeah i sold a bit of stuff in the end i was just selling stuff to get rid of it i was like i don't want to take this stuff home okay matt was selling ralph lauren shirts i've worn once for ten dollars i was like i would have bought them off you for ten dollars and and people literally would pick them up and say that's a great price and would put them like and they would be interested but they would um and ah and I was just like, You're like this is real <laughs> legit. Relax. Maybe they thought it, it was like a fake from like Bali or something. Well, you can probably tell. I can you can tell if they're real or not. Can you? I feel like I can. I wouldn't be looking for a fake, but I mean, maybe to market, you'd be a bit more skeptical. Well, especially if he's trying to flog them for 10 bucks. Yeah, for $10, it's like a little bit too cheap. Maybe if you had them at 50, like, they would sell better. Like I said, I've just got so many clothes. My fucking, now I've moved back to my mum's, my wardrobe's overflowing. And I just want to get rid of it. I kind of love it that you recycle your clothes, though, because uh, like I think it's really good for the environment. It is. I like, saw a photo sure yeah. from a satellite, and it was like a pile of clothes, and they just can't get. It was like something on my Facebook. I scanned over it, but like they can't keep up with how many clothes are coming out. So yeah. I think recycling is probably a good way to do it than just throwing it out. Yeah, I picked up a, some great stuff from the op shop recently. Yeah, like just like when we did our business shoot, I needed to get a couple of like little knickknacks from the op shop, and then I like did a quick little like outfit scope and I found some good things like leather jackets, you know, denim jackets. Oh, and also my couch, my amazing freedom couch. The pack and pair couch. Don't call it the pack and pair couch. I bought the couch. This is not about him. Anyway, my couch was at the op shop for $200. No way. See, I knew you loved that couch. (laughs) How good is that? Gee whiz. That's... I paid like at least a thousand for that. I don't know. People are giving out at couches least. that nice. How the other half live your local op shop. <laughs> 
I, was, I would have told you, but like you're, with your parents. I know. What am I going to do? Put moment. it in the front room with everything else. I mean, mine. you could have. It's just, a pretty good deal, though. Well, my, my garage has got like beds in there, my bed in there, my mattress, my like um, bedside tables. Everything that's mine is in my yeah. garage. Like, over, so I couldn't put a couch in there as well. Yeah. I mean, it's a real thing. People go to like nice suburbs and go op shopping and they get some steals. Yeah, yeah, no. I, when I go to the op shop now to drop stuff off, I have to like hold myself from walking in. Really? Yeah, because I don't want anything else. I've just got so <laughs> like, much shit. Else, I've just got so much stuff. I just don't want anything else. <laughs> have you heard of those stories that like, I guess, wealthy people, you would say, put like $1,000 into the purses and then they like give it to the op shop so that like someone will find it? No, but yeah. what sh- op shops are they doing that at? <laughs> Tell me, because no, I'll buy. It's like a I could use an extra thousand. Yeah, I could choose a buy a random purse for that. <laughs> okay, well, look. On that note, let's jump into our hotline. Okay, guys, this hotline you may or may not have heard before. This is one of our favourites, so let's get into it. Hello, you've reached Anna and Matt. We can't get to the phone right now, but please leave us a message on our hotline after the beep. Okay, guys, last week we asked you for your crazy sex stories and we got so many good ones that we had to split it into two parts. So here are the other messages we didn't get to last week. We haven't heard these at all. Let's jump in. All right, let's get to it, Anna. This first one comes from Kira. Is actually Kira? Well, it says Kira. Imagine what if it's your ex? Nah, surely not. I'm stressed. I'll know straight away. Hi, Anna and Matt. So my crazy sex story is that one time we were at a house party at one of my friend's houses and his dad worked from home. So we had this big like home office and me and my current boyfriend at the time were horny and wanted to have sex. So we went into the office because it was like the only room that locked and we were having sex on his dad's office chair and it got quite hot and sweaty and steamy. The leather. And I squirted all over his dad's office chair <laughs> as well with a mixture of sweat. And to this day, we still haven't told anybody what happened at that house party. Until you told everyone in the Where's Your Head Up fam. Yeah, now everyone knows, Kira, what you did in that office party. I hope that... <laughs> Your friend or their father isn't listening to this. Holy shit. I got so distracted at the start because I literally thought that was your ex. And I was just like, literally, I wasn't listening. I was just like listening to the voice alone. (laughs) No, I knew straight away. I knew that that wasn't. You'd know from the cackle that it was. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Wrong topic to bring my sister into the studio today. (laughs) Sex stories. But I have to review these. Um, Look. Jeez, I don't tell anyone about that. Don't tell her that you did that. I just hope they did a good clean-up job because, like, look, have fun. You know, if it's the only room in the house that locks, then, look, I'm glad you picked that room so that no one could walk in on that because that would have been a mess to walk in on. (laughs) I mean, did they have to do it on the chair? I'm thinking about an office as a desk. I feel like a desk seems a bit hotter. A bit hotter. How do you do it on a chair? Like, if it's an office chair and it has, like – the handles, it's her legs through That's the- what I was thinking as well. How can she straddle him on there because of the handles? That's- I love it how we're just visualising yeah. Kira and this guy having sex. Doggy. She was, she was like sitting on his lap. But if she squirted, I feel like- You have to be the other way. I don't know. I feel like you would. stimulation of the- The G-spot. Yeah, the clitoris as well. And what a story. Mm. Thank you for sharing. 
Okay, so the next one comes from an anonymous source. I obviously get anxious every time it's anonymous. Let's have a listen. <laughs> Hi, Matt and Anna. My crazy sex story is from quite a few years back, but I've never lived it down and it's something I can definitely laugh about now. So my previous boyfriend and I were out at a local leagues club and after a few too many drinks, thought it would be fun to get it on in the bathroom. <laughs> we obviously weren't very discreet because someone dobbed us in and before long, security came knocking to escort us out of there. My boyfriend went with security, but when I looked down to get dressed, I realized that someone had taken my underwear and pants from the floor <gasps> underneath the cubicle. So obviously I couldn't go anywhere. And at that stage, pretty well started to panic. My boyfriend at that time had been removed from the club and was calling me from out the front asking where the hell I was. And at the same time, the security guard was knocking on the door asking me to come out as I tried to explain that someone had stolen my pants. Unbeknown to me at the time, the staff had got up on the stage where the music was and put out a request over the microphone for my clothing to be returned. So everyone at the club then knew what was going on. My pants were eventually returned to me, and as I walked out of the bathroom with security, everyone got up and gave me a standing ovation. <laughs> and I've never been so mortified in my life doing that walk of shame. I never did get my underwear back, only my pants. Oh, oh my god, the, some sicko stolen say, them. One of the rugby players has taken you. Probably smelling them. Oh, well, that's, you know what? Shame on the security guard for ruining their fun. Let them play. Let the kids play. Yeah, who told on them? Just let them live. Another Karen. Another Karen. There's too many. So many it. boring Karens in the world. I like, know. let them have some fun. Is there? There's all these sex stories have a similar pattern though as well. What? What's Public that? sex almost like in just like kinky places. The where's your head at, fam? Love a bit of public sex. I don't blame them though. There's something hot about it. <laughs> That's yeah. actually an unreal story. I feel like when you're walking out, like obviously everyone in the whole club knowing that that happened, not ideal. But the fact that she got a standing ovation. It kind of made it all worth it. If I was her, I'd just own it and just like put my hands up and be like, yeah, you know <laughs> oh, Of it. course you would. <laughs> Your gal's getting it. <laughs> Thank Your you. gal's getting laid tonight. Yeah, done well. <laughs> okay, our next message comes it's from Anonymous again. So let's have a listen to this one. You know it's good when it's anonymous. They don't want people to find out. I know, but I feel like you can just, I can recognize people's voice, I mean. If, yeah, if it's someone you know, yeah. <laughs> if it's someone you know. Well, you, we know I can't. Hi, Matt and Anna, big fan of the show. Thank um, you. Just wanted to share with you my crazy sex stories. So one time I was having sex with my situation chick for five years and we broke the shower glass and oh. it just like shattered everywhere and we just like moved to the bedroom and continued and that's like for years later I've just what? been finding bits of shower glass in the bathroom and my mum came in um to the shower that's and she was real like hazard. I love these freestanding shower screens and I was just like laughed like internally and I was like mm, that was not always freestanding and then another time I was with this girl and we started having sex in the shower and I fainted like in the shower and <gasps> we had to stop obviously and there was another time when I was with my situation and I woke up and was like, oh, thanks for going down on me. 
like last night, like during the night. And he was like, did I go down on you? Like he couldn't remember. And I was like, oh, maybe because I just have really vivid dreams. And I was like, oh, maybe I just dreamt it. And he's like, no, because I'm prone to sleepwalking. Like maybe I did do it. And then we just decided, we were like, oh no, I must've just dreamt it, which was really funny. And then he messaged later and said that once he'd woken up a bit and was like driving, he was like, oh, I, do you remember that I did go down on you? And it was just like um, during the night. And I was like, oh, it's just like so funny. But anyway. <laughs> that is like a hundred sex and this haps in one. So I don't know what your name is, but I recommend not having sex in the shower again. You've just got a little bit of bad luck there. How's um, the glass, finding the glass like years later? Like that's a lot. Aren't you getting it in your foot? Oh, I guess it's the glass that shatters, but still. But like, I just didn't think that shower screens did shatter. They like that crumbly one. So it's not like- Are they? Da- yeah, but you can still get that in your feet and you're walking in a shower barefoot. Ugh, it gives me- the ick. Yeah. I hate getting glass in my feet. And as well as fainting, like that's going smack onto tiles. That's is she, scary. Is she all right? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's why she's having vivid dreams. She knocks something in her head. No, that... she said it did happen in the end. Oh, yeah. Well, 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 she is having vivid dreams, she said. But what, what about the guy not remembering that? No, but then she said it did happen in the end, yeah. didn't she? Yeah, she did, but he didn't remember when oh, he, he didn't remember. Yeah, imagine being a sleepwalker and you're just like... Going down on the person next to you. There, that, that does bring a good point up. How good is sex just in the middle of the night when it spontaneously happens? That's actually, yeah, that's pretty hot. It is hot when there's a little poke in the back and then you're like half, a, half asleep. It's too and visual it gets... for me. Like, I just don't say poke in the back. It's so creepy. Your sister Michael's... is in the studio. Oh, she's flanked out by now. Look, she's in a TikTok hole. She's deep in a TikTok. She's not listening to a yeah, word. she's used to it. So Michael doesn't poke you in the back and you don't just get to it? In the middle of the night? I just can't take you seriously when you say the words poke you in the back. It's just, it's too much to handle. I mean, do you know what? This might be wild, but I actually don't think, maybe it's happened like once, but we don't really have sex in the middle of the night. But I feel like maybe tonight might be Michael's lucky night in the middle of the night. Well, whenever you say, like, I remember saying like, oh, I'm I'm tired tonight. Like, let's not do tonight. And it's like, yeah, all right, wake me up in the middle of the night. You never wake him up in the middle of the night. You're sleeping right through. Is that what you say? Yeah. You Wake you up in the middle of the or night. Or vice versa. And you just, no one wakes anyone up in the middle of the night and you just sleep through. <laughs> yeah. it, when it does happen though, it's hot. But like if you've got something on in the morning, like maybe I'm getting too old, but like, you know and what I mean? I want my full eight hours for, to this interrupt is, This me. is true as well because remember, always piss after sex. So you've got to get up and go to the toilet. Yeah, it's like a thing. whole thing. Fuck, we're getting old, aren't we? We are. <laughs> I, it's definitely more of a weekend thing. Yeah, definitely. It's a bit of weekend fun. So that was a hotline from before. I reckon that was as funny as the first time we heard it, Anna. <laughs> Okay, guys, until next time, bye. See you in Sydney.